Good morning, everyone. I invite you to open up your Bibles to the book of Numbers, book of Numbers, chapter 9. We are making our way through the book of Numbers week by week, looking to see what the Lord has commanded His people and how all of His Word points us to Christ. Now, in Numbers, chapter 9, we have a command to celebrate the Passover. It has been one whole year since the Lord has delivered the people of Israel out of Egypt, has brought them to the base of Mount Sinai, has given them His law, has given them the instructions on how they are to build the tabernacle. They've built the tabernacle. They've dedicated the tabernacle. Moses has gone in and is beginning to receive words from the Lord, what they are to do as a community. And here in chapter 9, we have a word from the Lord that the people are to begin to celebrate the Passover. But we also have a legal question about how the Passover is to be celebrated if there is an irregularity. And so this is a bit of law that tells us about how the Passover is to be celebrated. So let us turn our attention now to the Word of God found in the book of Numbers, Chapter 9, we will be reading verses 1 through 14. And the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Let the people of Israel keep the Passover at its appointed time. On the fourteenth day of this month at twilight, you shall keep it at its appointed time according to all its statutes and all its rules, you shall keep it. So Moses told the people of Israel that they should keep the Passover. And they kept the Passover in the first month on the fourteenth day of the month at twilight in the wilderness of Sinai, according to all the Lord commanded Moses. So the people of Israel did. And there were certain men who were unclean through touching a dead body, so that they could not keep the Passover on that day. And they came before Moses and Aaron on that day. And those men said to him, We are unclean through touching a dead body. Why are we kept from bringing the Lord's offering at its appointed time among the people of Israel? And Moses said to them, Wait, that I may hear what the Lord will command concerning you. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel, saying, If any one of you or of your descendants is unclean through touching a dead body or is on a long journey, he shall still keep the Passover to the Lord. In the second month, on the fourteenth day at twilight, they shall keep it. They shall eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall leave none of it until the morning, nor break any of its bones according to all the statute for the Passover. They shall keep it. But if anyone who is clean and is not on a journey fails to keep the Passover, that person shall be cut off from his people because he did not bring the Lord's offering at its appointed time. That man shall bear his sin. And if a stranger sojourns among you and would keep the Passover to the Lord according to the statute of the Passover and according to its rule, so shall he do. You shall have one statute, both for the sojourner and for the native. This is God's holy word for his people. Let us go to him now in prayer. 
Father God, we come to you now asking that you would speak to us. That as we turn our attention to your word, that your Holy Spirit would open our eyes. And even as your word says that we would behold your glory with unveiled face. That we might be transformed more and more into the image of Christ. And it's in his holy name that we do pray. Amen. Do I fit in? I know that there are many of you here this morning that may be thinking to yourself, you know, do I really truly fit in here? You might look around and think to yourself, look at all these people. There are doctors and lawyers. There's engineers. There are families with really well-behaved children. Everyone seems to have their whole life in line. And then you think about your life. You're keenly aware of all the ways that you don't measure up. You think, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough education. I don't have enough religious background. I don't have the right family even to be here. I just don't belong. Now, of course... This is an unfair comparison. You know all of your weaknesses and shortcomings. A quick glance around the sanctuary doesn't really tell you the story of everyone's life. In reality, the more you get to know people, the more you come to realize that their lives are not quite as perfect as you might have imagined. You're not the only family that had a meltdown before getting in the car this morning to come to church. You're not the only person who is struggling with financial difficulties. You're not the only one who has questions about what it means to be Presbyterian or Reformed. Believe it or not, you are not the only imperfect person sitting in the pew this morning. You're not the only one wondering, do I fit in to this church family? In our passage for this morning... We have a case where a group of men realize that they don't quite fit in. They have a desire to take part in the Passover festival, yet they are ceremonially unclean because they had contact with a dead body. Maybe a relative or a friend had died and they had to take care of them and have them buried. And so they were ceremonially unclean. They want to participate. However, they realize that their imperfection makes them unfit to be a part of the Passover celebration. They bring their case before Moses. And Moses in turn lays their case before the Lord. And in his response to this question, the Lord reveals the bond which unites his people. He reveals to us what makes it so that we truly belong to the body. That we truly fit in with the people of God. This bond is not perfection. This bond is not family connection. But rather the bond of union, the thing that makes it so that you belong, is faith in God's Passover lamb. Faith in God's Passover lamb. Do you wonder if the church is a place for you? Do you feel like you don't belong? Well, I want to tell you this morning that it is not perfection. 
It's not socioeconomic status. It's not education. It's not age. It's not race. It's not even religious backgrounds that unite us together. The bond of our union is faith in God's Passover lamb. The church is not a perfect people. We're not an identical people. But rather, the church is a Passover people. In verses 1 through 5 of our text, the Lord commands the people of Israel to celebrate the Passover. Again, this is the year anniversary of the first Passover that occurred in Egypt. The people of Israel were enslaved in Egypt, but the Lord sought them out. He pursued their freedom. He commanded Pharaoh to let his people go, yet Pharaoh refused to let them go. He refused to free his slaves. And so the Lord brought upon the land of Egypt plague after plague until finally he brought the death of the firstborn Each family in the land of Egypt would lose their firstborn son unless a substitute was offered. Each family could escape the death of the firstborn if they were to sacrifice a pure and spotless lamb. The blood of the sacrificed lamb would be placed upon the doorposts of each house. And all of those who were in that household would be delivered by the blood of this lamb. They would be saved from God's judgment. And now a year later, the Lord has commanded his people that they are to commemorate this event. They are to celebrate the fact that they have been redeemed by the Lord. They are to remember that they've been delivered out of Egypt and that they are to be reminded that because they had been saved and delivered by the Lord, they belonged to the Lord. This deliverance is the basis of belonging to the people of Israel. This is the event that united them into a people and formed a nation that they had all in faith obeyed the Lord's command to put the blood of the Lamb upon the doorposts of their home. Each and every one of the people in the congregation one year later had had faith in the Word of God that judgment was coming and that the blood of a pure and spotless Lamb would save them. They were united because they all believed the Word of God And obeyed, running to this lamb. And now, a year later, it was time to remember what the Lord had done for His people on that night. Everyone who celebrated the Passover meal were united to the Lord and to one another through their common deliverance and faith in God's Word. And yet, the Passover was merely a shadow or a rehearsal of the true deliverance to come in the Lord Jesus Christ. Egypt and Pharaoh, as evil as they were, merely pointed to the domain of darkness ruled by Satan and sin. And the sacrificing of the Lamb was merely a rehearsal of the true Lamb that would be sacrificed. We read in Colossians 1.13, For Christ has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. And in John 1.29 we read, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus 
is the Passover lamb that was sacrificed to deliver his people from the rule of sin and Satan. To free his people from the power of sin, to free his people from the judgment of God. The blood of the Lamb united all of Israel into a people marked by their freedom from Egypt and their obedience to God. And now God's people are united in the very same manner. The bond of our union is that we have fled to the blood of the Lamb of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so all who have placed their faith in the Lord, you belong. You are a part for our redemption, our forgiveness, our freedom comes from the blood of Jesus Christ. A Passover people are accounted according to faith in God's Lamb. I wonder, have you ever showed up somewhere and realized that you didn't get the memo on how you were supposed to dress that awkward moment when you realize that you're the only one who dressed up for the Halloween party. Or when you get to the restaurant and they make you go to that closet and you have to pick out a sport coat because that's the dress code there. You go to church and everyone is dressed up and you went casual. You come back from summer vacation and realize that all of your friends stopped wearing acid wash denim jeans. Once I went to a wedding out of town and realized that the only shoes I packed were flip-flops. <laughs> Dress pants, button-up shirt, sport coat, rainbow sandals. My mother-in-law still brings that one up. You feel so out of place. When you're wearing the wrong thing, you realize that you stick out. You feel like you're not a part. In our passage for this morning, we find a group that didn't fit in to the norm. There was a situation in their life that made them unable to be a part of the Passover celebration. Look at verses 6 and 7. We read about these men there in their situation. It says, And there were certain men who were unclean through touching a dead body, so that they could not keep the Passover on that day. And they came before Moses and Aaron on that day. And those men said to him, are we are we are unclean through touching a dead body. Why are we kept from bringing the Lord's offering at its appointed time among the people of Israel? Again, these men were ritualistically unclean. And so they could not be a part of the appointed feast. They were left out. And so they came to Moses and asked. Could we not be apart just because we are unclean? Are we left out? And Moses goes to the Lord to seek an answer. And the Lord responds with grace. He says that they may celebrate the Passover a month later. Once they've become ritualistically clean. And he adds to this law that those who have gone on a long journey during the Passover may also take part in this makeup celebration. Yes, there were regulations on how one was to celebrate the Passover. Those could not be overlooked. Nevertheless, the Lord in His grace makes accommodation so that all who have faith in His Word and trust the Lamb, 
that he has provided may belong to the people of God. You see, the bond of unity in the people of God is not perfection. It is faith in the Lamb. The Lord is gracious to his people. He gives them grace by providing a Lamb. And for those who are kept from the celebration, he gives even more grace to ensure that they can be a part as well. Today, you may be thinking to yourself, I desire to be a part of the people of God. I desire to be freed from my sin and come under God's blessing. Yet I know I am not good enough. I'm not dressed the way that I need to be to come into the presence of the Lord. You look around and you imagine that everyone else has their life in line. That those who are part of the body have everything together. They've never failed the way that I have failed. They aren't struggling with finances. They have perfect kids. They have perfect prayer lives. They know their Bible. They don't struggle with addictions to alcohol or prescription drugs or pornography. I'm unclean. I'm unperfect. And so I don't belong to the body of Christ. But the truth is, That no one here this morning is perfect. Every single one here is a sinner in need of God's accommodating grace. If you only knew the struggles and the hardships that everyone in this room has endured. The imperfection of each of our lives. We are not united by perfect lives. We are united by a perfect lamb. To belong to the people of God, you're not required to be perfect. You're required to have a perfect sacrifice. And God has provided that perfect lamb in the sacrifice of his son. If you feel like you have to maintain your illusion of perfection to be a part of this body, then abandon it. You must turn from trying to make yourself right. The Lord did not say he required a pure and spotless people, but rather a pure and spotless lamb. And through faith in the Lamb, we are purified, we are forgiven, and we are joined together. For a Passover people are not united through perfection, but through faith in a perfect Lamb. Now, Moses came to the Lord with one question. What do we do about people who are unclean through contact with a dead body? Yet the Lord uses this as an opportunity to not just address this narrow question, but rather gives a broader understanding of those who truly belong to him. Those who belong to the Lord are not those who are perfect, but those who trust the Passover lamb. And the next thing that we see is that it is not those who are of a certain family that belong, but again, those who have faith in the lamb. Look at verses 13 and 14. It says, but if anyone who is clean and is not on a journey, right, they have no reason why they shouldn't celebrate the Passover. That person shall be cut off from his people because he did not bring the Lord's offering at its appointed time. If you don't have any reason not to celebrate the Passover, but you just don't do it then you shall be cut off from your people. That man shall bear his sin. And if a stranger sojourns among you and would keep the Passover to the Lord, 
according to the statute of the Passover and according to its rule, so shall he do. You shall have one statute, both for the sojourner and for the native. Again, if you have no reason to miss the Passover celebration, if you aren't unclean, if you're not on a journey, if there isn't some reason you just don't care, then it doesn't matter that you have Jewish blood. You are to be considered out of the family of God. You might be a son of Abraham by flesh, but to be a part of God's family, you must be a son of Abraham by faith. On the other hand, the Lord says that if a sojourner would keep the Passover, that he should be allowed. For there is only one statute for the sojourner and for the native. It's important to note that a sojourner was a person of non-Jewish descent who had agreed to live among God's people. He had agreed to be circumcised, to obey God's covenant law. And here the Lord says that they are not to be treated differently. They are not to be kept from the Passover, but rather is to be one law. There's only one law that governs the Passover. It doesn't matter if you're a Jew or a Gentile. If you reject the Passover lamb, then you are cut off from the people of God. But if you place your faith in the Passover lamb, you are equally a part of the family of God. In the Old Testament, even as in the New Testament, the people of God are united not by flesh, but by faith. And so Paul says in Galatians 3, 7, Know then that it is those of faith who are sons of Abraham. And in Galatians 3, 27 and following, For as many of you as are baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male and female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. God's plan of salvation was birthed through one family. The family of Abraham. For Abraham had Isaac, and Isaac had Jacob, and Jacob had the twelve sons who went down into Egypt and grew into this mighty nation that we call Israel. To this people were given the promises and the covenants. To this people were given circumcision and the law. Yet this nation was chosen so that all nations would be blessed through them. This nation was chosen from the, because from their line, the Lamb of God would come who would take away the sin of the world. And in every age, those who would place their faith in the Passover Lamb were accounted as a member of the Passover people. And all who rejected the Lamb were cut off. For we are a people not of flesh, but of faith. And though this faith was given to one family, God's work is not complete until every tribe and language and people and nation are a part of the people of God. You might feel out of place because you're not of the right family or of the right race or of the right country or of the right language. 
Conversely, you might think that because your parents are believers or because your grandparents were missionaries, that you have an end to the people of God, that you have a right to be here, even if you care nothing for the land. But as the text says, those who do not have faith in the lamb are to be cut off from the people. But the sojourner and the native are under one law. Our bond of unity is not our blood. Our bond of unity is the blood of the Lamb. We are not sons of the flesh, but we are sons of Abraham by faith. So do you fit here? Do you belong? Well, don't look at your clothes. Don't think about your level of education. Don't evaluate your financial standing. Don't bring to mind your past or present failures. Don't look at your skin color, your nationality, or your family tree. The one and only bond of union is faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. In Revelation 5, we have a picture of the family of God in heaven. There we read, The four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and open its seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God, not from one nation, but from every tribe and every language and people and nation, and you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God. The blood of the Lamb is what makes us family. So come to Him. Trust Him. And know that in Him you truly belong. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go now to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we come before You now as sons and daughters adopted through Christ Jesus our Lord. I pray, Father, if there is any among us this morning who feels though they are not a part, that they don't belong, That they would look to Christ. That in faith they would know that because of what He has done, they are truly a part of your body. And they truly belong through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.